Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How's it going? It's going good. How about that game last night, huh? I know. It was a it was a close one. I feel like we did this last year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't watched the game yet. We're recording beforehand. Yes. We so are. we hope it was good. Uh, we hope we won our pool. Yeah, we hope the commercials were good. Yes. We hope the snacks were good. I feel like I need to record it so I can go back and watch the commercials because I don't get to watch any of it because we have a party and it's loud and there's a lot going on. Well, you should take the time to watch them. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's head on over to the Disney Parks blog for our first big story. All right. uh, Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings has launched their new bridal collection. That's right. We mentioned this last week. They actually did a live stream on Friday where they debuted. Uh, They did debut at the Disneyland Resort. Uh, This is also part of the Disney 100 celebration. And these are the new bridesmaid uh, uh, dresses and gowns coming for 2023. They will be released in the fall. And that's not the only news they had. Uh, They also released a sneak peek of a new horse-drawn coach that is coming to the Disneyland Resort. Uh, And it is uh, inspired by Cinderella. And it has handcrafted platinum and gold details, which include a pumpkin canopy and an interior shrouded in delicate vines. Um, So this will also join the Cinderella coach at Walt Disney World in Florida and the Disneyland, I'm sorry, the Disney fairy tale carriage at Disneyland Paris. Um, So uh, that's the news there. We didn't get to watch the show, but you might be able to stream it uh, from one of the uh, YouTube channels or Disney Plus, who knows. Uh, So that's all from the Disney Parks blog. Uh, We don't know who or what team went to Disneyland. That is where the winners of the mm, Super Bowl are yep. going. Uh, past couple of years, it's been Disneyland. They used to, you know, it all started off with, I'm going to Disney World, uh, and now it's uh, Disneyland this year. So okay. uh, congratulations to whatever the winning team was. <laughs> right. Over at Disneyland, they have announced a reopening date for Indiana Jones Adventure. That's right. According to the Disneyland app, the attraction is scheduled to be refurbished through March 25th and will reopen on March 26th. Uh, That closed earlier this year. And, um, you know, they want to definitely have it open for the release of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which is going to be the fifth and supposedly final Indiana Jones film that comes out this June. So we'll see what happens. Uh, They also fixed the spelling errors on the signs (laughs) outside of the Indiana Jones adventure. Well, that's good. The Haunted Mansion has reopened after they have taken down the 2022 Holiday Overlay. That's right. The Holiday Overlay is an annual overlay that brings the characters from Nightmare Before Christmas into the attraction. And uh, that's where they put one of their gingerbread houses in the uh, ballroom scene. Oh, that's cool. So uh, they did extend the Holiday House into late January. Normally it's gone mid-January, but they did extend it by a few weeks. Uh, So they closed it and it is now reopened back to the Haunted Mansion that we know and love. Do you know uh, what two groups were involved in the opening special for the Holiday Mansion back in 1967? I have no idea. Kurt Russell. All right. A very young Kurt Russell. Mm -hmm. And the Osmond Brothers. Oh, all right. Because the Osmonds were performing at Disneyland back then. Okay, that's cool. Unfortunately, the reopening of Mickey's Toontown has been delayed. That's right. Disneyland Resort has confirmed that there are... Uh, some issues with the construction, and that's related to the recent storms that they've had out in mm, California. Okay. Uh, and that has pushed the opening back by two weeks. So they are now moving the reopening date to March 19th. They're still, however, very excited to have guests come and visit. 
Uh, that pushes it back 11 days. It was originally supposed to reopen on March 8th. Not that big a deal unless you had a trip planned for that week. Yes. We now have an end date released for the Disneyland monorail closure. Well, you know what's exciting about this? What? Is we never had a start date for the monorail closure. They never told us that? Um, no, I, I guess, you know, as they open days on the calendar. Right. You find out that things are closed. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been a couple of days since we've had our newscast. So right. uh, the March 20th. Uh, date opened a few days ago, and people noticed that the monorail was down. Well, now the calendar has caught up. Uh, the monorail in California is going to be closed from March 20th through March 23rd. Okay. It is a very brief uh, downtime, and it's expected to be reopened on March 24th, barring any issues. You just have to oil the uh, track or something. That's right. In California Adventure, they have added speakers to the Disney 100 medallion uh, so that it can interact with the Magic Band Plus. Oh, I've always wanted to have a medallion speak to me. <laughs> uh, and now it looks like it may be possible. Uh, in, uh, let's see, where is this? California Adventure, over by the Storyteller statue the, is where the medallion is. Uh, and they have two small speakers, one on either side. And as Cheryl mentioned, there will probably be some type of interactivity with the Magic Band Plus. All right, that's all the news in California. So let's head across the country and shoot over to Florida. All right, they have uh, extended the hours at the Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom. That's right. So there are some extended hours between now and April 1st. Uh, Magic Kingdom will be open from 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. on February 26th, 28th, March 1st, the 3rd through the 5th, the 7th through the 12th, the 15th, the 17th, the 19th, the 21st through the 26th, and March 28th through April 1st. Extended evening hours for guests at the Walt Disney World Resort at select Walt Disney World Resorts will be on March 1st, 8th, 15th, 22nd, and 29th. Those will now begin at 11 p.m. Uh, versus their original closing time. Um, let's see. The park will be opening at 8 a.m. Uh, on the following days, February 27th, March 6th, March 13th and 14th, March 16th, March 20th, and March 27th. If you are a Disney Resort guest at any resort on those days, your entry time will be 7.30. Uh, going over to Hollywood Studios, Hollywood Studios is going to be open at 8.30 a.m., but will stay open an extra hour until 9.30 p.m. for the week of February 26th through April 1st. You know what's nice about that? It's just one it's block one of time. time frame. Like, right? You don't go back and forth. And then if you're going to the Animal Kingdom, you will get two extra hours as the park will be open from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. from February 26th through April 1st. As always, early entry for those guests uh, staying on a Disney Resort property will be 7.30 a.m. So they keep ripping apart the old Splash Mountain. This time they've taken down the birdhouses. I feel like we're going to get a play-by-play <laughs> on every piece of this attraction so. as it goes away. I mean, we don't have to report on all of them just because someone else is. So they had previously taken the birdhouses from the queue. They have now taken the birdhouses uh, off of the tree at the top of the attraction. I'm sure the next thing to come will be the tree. Are there no birds in Louisiana? Uh, there are not. Okay, then. Yeah, they actually have little condos in Louisiana. <laughs> um, but uh, they have put the scaffolding up so everybody is safe. They have scaffolding and blue safety nets up there. So uh, we'll see what happens. At Epcot, they have installed some new directional signage. There's nothing better than directional signage. Well, you got to know where you're going. That is true. The new sign points you towards the exit slash parking and the buses. All right. Um, as opposed to what, the monorail? Yes. Well, it's, I guess that's helpful. Mm-hmm. For the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival, they have announced the last 
performers uh, to the to the group for the Garden Rocks concert. That's right. Uh, previously, April 3rd was listed as TBD. I love them personally. Um, but the uh, guest has been revealed to be Melina Leon. I do not know who that is, uh, but the concerts will be at 5.30, 6.45, and 8 p.m. at the American Garden Theater. Lovely. They have hung some themed lanterns at a Moana Journey of Water. That's right. They've taken down birdhouses, but they've hung lanterns. Uh, so we get to see every aspect of the Journey of Water as it's being built. And, uh, you know, once again, no news too small for us. Of course not. Uh, lanterns have been hung by some poles. And, uh, you know, projection, uh, projection, construction continues to move along. It seems like it's very slowly. Yeah, I mean, I think when you get toward the end, it's, it's a lot of details and they take a long time. They do. In uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, they have now some special droid depot box recycling bins. Yes, and apparently guests are already um, misusing them because and putting regular trash Because people cannot figure out what recycling means. Like, they just can't. It, and it doesn't matter that these are, you know, themed to Star Wars and maybe a little bit harder to read. They mm-hmm. can be perfectly clear. It can say recycling on one and trash on the other, and people still can't figure out what to do. Right. Well, you know, the funny thing is, so these, these trash cans are kind of like that old Fisher-Price block toy. Yeah. Where there's a hexagon, and the boxes for the droids are hexagonal. Okay. So these recycle bins are designed that you don't even have to fold the box up. You okay. can just take your droid box and slide it in here. Now, when you buy a droid, it comes with the box. Right. Some people also buy a backpack or a carrying case with it. Right. Some people just don't even want their droid in a box. They just want to carry it. Right. So why do you force them to take a box so that they can just walk out of the store and recycle recycle it immediately? (laughs) If they don't want a box, don't give them the box. (laughs) That's true. So I understand their conservation efforts Mm -hmm. and their move toward recycling. But if the box is barely going to make it out of the store... Don't give them the box. Also, they're pretty good size boxes. How many can, if you're not folding them down, how many actually fit in those collection containers? Right. Like three? Right. Maybe. Uh, but it's just funny that this, the cart is right outside the door that comes out of the Droid Depot. Right. So it's not even like it's around the corner at the end of Galaxy's Edge or at the entrance to Galaxy's Edge. It's right where you've built your droid. You've just right. built your droid. Your droid is still warm. <laughs> I they don't want get you it. to throw away the box. I don't get it. No, it's a little weird. And they're going to have to fish through trash to get them out, so right. maybe not the best idea. And now you can't recycle because it's covered in, in soda, sticky soda juice. Right. All right, we're going to head over to Disney Springs where they are permanently closing one of my favorite stores. Oh, no. The Ugg store is going to be closing on February 15th. That will not be a happy Valentine's Day for anyone working there. Uh, the store is in, well, partially in the covered section of Town Center uh, and then just outside the covered section of Town Center. Uh, it opened when Disney Springs uh, expansion occurred in 2016, so it lasted just about seven years. Um, well, I, you know, I can't say I would want to go on vacation and buy Uggs. I mean, I guess not, but they're really popular still. I mean, they were popular, you know, way back, but they've, you know, resurged if they ever um, if they ever weren't popular for mm-hmm. a while. So I'm kind of surprised. And it was fun to walk through there and see the different styles right. and all the fuzzy slippers, and they had blankets and I don't know. It was. I liked it. Well, unfortunately, that's not the only closure being, uh, you know, going on right now at Disney Springs. The Sunglass Icon uh, store by Sunglass Hut uh, is now closed and surrounded by construction walls. Uh, that was kind of, uh, you know, no notification came up to that, and uh, that's, you know, uh, just another store closing. I don't really care about that, although. 
if there's any store that should make it in Florida, you'd think it would be a sunglasses store. store. Right. But I think they're really expensive. Well, if you do want sunglasses from Sunglass Hut, you can go to the Island Supply, uh, which is in the Adventureland section of Magic Kingdom, because that store is also run by Sunglass Hut. Okay. They have announced an end date for the Disney Dining promo car- card offer. That's right. This is where uh, a complimentary dining gift card with a maximum value of $750 is being given to uh, resort guests. Uh, And that offer is now going to be available through March 27th of 2023. Uh, Those are not your travel dates, but you just have to have the trip booked by March 27th. Right. Another step in our hard-hitting news about the rugs in the lobby of the Great Ceremonial House at Polynesian Village. That's right. Uh, Last week, I believe we reported that three of the rugs had been replaced Uh, I am now pleased to say that all of the rugs in the lobby of the Great Ceremonial House at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort have been replaced with the new plural, plural, with the new blue and orange floral rugs. So uh, that's exciting. Uh, The Polynesian Village Resort has been undergoing refurbishment for what seems like a couple of years. Uh, They got new bedrooms, Moana-themed bedrooms. They got a new monorail station. Uh, They updated the main entrance, and they're now getting a new DVC property. So lots of work going on there. And new rugs. So, you know, that's super important. And most importantly, new rugs. A new MCU Fantastic Fantastic Four film is going to embrace comic origins. That's right. They spoke with Marvel Studio producer Stephen Broussard. Uh, and he mentioned that the uh, Fantastic Four film, which should be under production later this year, is expected to very closely follow the uh, more the comic book and get away from like the 2005 remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's supposed to get down to the core of the characters. Um, you know, it, it's always interesting to see when these remakes come about. Uh, will John Krasinski be Reed Richards again? He was for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Right. Uh, but rumor is that that was just a one-time thing, and he's going to uh, Reed Richards is going to be portrayed by a different actor. Now, the question is, with a multiverse... Oh, God. Right? We saw Doctor Strange in the multiverse, mm-hmm. and he looked like every other Doctor Strange. Right. Right? We saw Spider-Man from different multiverses. But each Spider-Man looked different. Didn't Doctor Strange have, like, an extra eye? One of them had, like, a different goatee, but they were all... No, there was an extra eye. There was an extra eye. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But they were all Benedict Cumberbatch. Right. And then we get to Spider-Man, and Spider-Man is completely three different-looking Peter Parkers. Right. Well, will this be a a situation where Reed Richards is going to be a different guy? There's been rumor that they're going to play, cast maybe Dev Patel. Uh, as Reed Richards, who does definitely not look like John Krasinski. No. So uh, it will be interesting to see where this goes. I'm super interested to see where this goes. And there's rumor that... Oh, God, uh, please. Who's the guy who played Elvis? I don't know. He, he wants to play the Human Torch. Okay, that'll be great. All right. Uh, we, last night was the Super Bowl. There were a ton of Super Bowl commercials, uh, many of them movie trailers. Uh, but prior to the Super Bowl, Disney released their 2023 commercial, uh, which celebrates the 100th anniversary celebration uh, on, uh, well, they released it early to YouTube. So we got to take a look at that. Uh, it does have some uh, recording of Walt Disney thanking the cast members and whatnot. Uh, but it's just kind of a broad look at a lot of the Disney properties and uh, properties, both physical like resorts and their movie properties. So just a nice little look at uh, what the company's done over 100 years. Disney is restructuring their creative businesses into three categories. Yeah, this is undoing a lot of what uh, Bob Chapek did, uh, but uh, they are going to reorganize into three 
different organizations to increase accountability and creativity. And they are now going to be divided into Disney Entertainment, ESPN and Disney Parks, and experiences and products. Uh, this is going to help with collaboration and the control of financial responsibility within marketing, technology, sales, and distribution. So, um, you know, this is uh, based on a lot of what went on with the quarterly earnings call uh, last week. Uh, and Bob Iger has said that this restructuring will also ensure the quality of content. Well, that's good. Hey, do you have any universal news for us today? I sure do. The Jurassic Park River Adventure refurbishment has been extended. That's at Universal Orlando. Oh, no. And that's at Universal's Islands of Adventure. Uh, the ride was originally scheduled to reopen on February 4th. Um, but apparently it is, uh, well, it's reopened now. So if you were, uh, if you're listening to the show, don't worry about it. Everything's as it should be. How do we know it's, oh, it says Islands of Adventure. Yes. Okay. I don't know where Jurassic Park World is, apparently. Which is a shame because our next story is about the same thing. Um, <laughs> the full Thunder Falls Terrace dining room at Jurassic Park is now open. Hey, where is Jurassic Park? It's in Universal's Islands of Adventure. And what's the other part of Universal? Uh, Universal Studios. Exactly. Let's see, you know more than you think you do. Right. Uh, you may remember a few weeks back. Uh, that they were working on the roof at Thunder Falls Terrace because it was damaged during Hurricane Ian, uh, and they had to close half of the dining room in November to take care of a leak. So they closed it in January to refurbish the roof. The roof has been refurbished, and uh, everything is back in business. It's very pretty. The roof, I mean. Yes, I thought you were talking about me. I didn't <laughs> want to say thank you. I didn't say you're very pretty. I said it's very pretty. Well, thank you. They have reopened the wheel at Icon Park after the New Year's Eve power failure. That's right. If you've been to Orlando over the past six weeks, you might have noticed that the wheel at Icon Park was not moving. Um, that was shut down uh, when it lost power with riders on New Year's Eve. Uh, so they uh, inspected thousands of components on the 400-foot-tall observation wheel to determine what caused the power failure and sudden stop. They're also working with the energy company to upgrade the ride to prevent another power loss. Uh, so affected parts have been replaced. They've added additional safeguards. Uh, and in a that was in, according to a press release from Friday. The wheel is reopening after days of testing and passing a necessary pre-opening inspection by the Florida Department of Agriculture and Customer, I'm sorry, and Consumer Services. We hope everyone has a good couple of days. And we'll be back on Wednesday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.